delighted to have you in the podcast where all stories are welcome and the masks come off hello pallu hello shiva how good to see you again and thank you so much for agreeing to have a soul brew with me on on a saturday morning welcome to coffee and soul thank you shiba and uh, thanks for having me over no it's a, it's an absolute pleasure and i'm so delighted that we are able to have this conversation um do you have your cup of whatever it is warm cold have a cup of green tea with me green tea lovely lovely so we just raise that cheers and great to see you again here's to life well of can i ask you to hold this this cup of tea in your hands and um, between your hands between your palms and can i ask you just to sit back sit back and if you can just close your eyes and what is the image that comes to your mind can i open or whatever however you want yeah yeah no i i feel uh, that i'm going into a very deep and tranquil space in my heart mm. uh, you know kind of a familiar space uh, i do visit it often <laughs> when i meditate so yes. i think that's the that's the first thing that comes to my mind is just right. darkness and yeah. stillness yeah the the stillness and i i do remember from our previous conversations as well that that meditation was something that you would do regularly and that still yes. continues palla yes it's been a decade now so yeah. that, that 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 does continue yeah and so mm-hmm. slipping into quiet spaces internally is not difficult for you at all Yeah I mean uh, yeah absolutely I mean it's almost like uh, a medicine for the soul and I've been yes. doing it uh, you know for the last 10 years or so that um, uh, you know it it pulls me rather than me uh, you know pushing for it. it's not a to do task anymore sure sure it's almost like you know um, I get um, you know it's like I get attracted to it uh, and I do it by habit now so what is it uh, you know as you said that it's not a to do task anymore So was it was it like a conscious effort for some time how how did it all start palla what pulled you to this to this um, aspect well i would say that uh, you know uh, you know like they say that uh, uh, you know the stu- when the student is ready the master appears yes so i guess it's about uh, you know i i we, we always have some of these fundamental questions about a lot of things right but we brush them under the carpet a lot of uh, times and uh, um you know we are kind of busy being corporate warriors but uh, you know at, at some point in time those questions become more and more prominent um and um, you know so uh, you know the, the way i like to describe it is that the that the poet in us asks the warriors in us the question of um, you know what are we doing and why are we doing and what's the worth of it all and i guess that's what kind of brought me closer to uh, this space where um, that coupled with uh you know kind of uh, my father's illness at that point of time yeah. i just got hold of a book uh and the books the book was the power of now and um, that was by eckhart tolle and i was like really taken in yeah. and then from there on um i thought that i should uh, you know kind of sit quietly start meditating i also read a lot of books on osho mm. and um, i liked his kind of style of um you know uh, imparting this knowledge to people because what he said was that you know i mean you can have hundreds of methods but then this is not a to do task it's about not doing anything so you should not have a science behind not doing anything right so i think that's where some of those um, 
questions and then the circumstances uh, it brought me closer to it and then as i said since then it's been a medicine for the soul so i've discovered so many benefits i never left it that's amazing that's really beautiful the way that you said the the poet as the warrior so would you would you and if i take it a little step further would you define yourself as now a, a warrior poet well we all are i yeah. firmly believe that i firmly believe that uh, we are um, you know we are kind of conditioned yeah. uh, all our lives uh, to be uh, warriors in our own spaces we fight uh, for uh, uh, you know our space in the world uh, and i'm saying it in a positive manner so we compete uh, we do what's required and um, i think that's how we are conditioned uh, but then there is a there is a there is a reflective soul in in us also right. uh, and that's the duality of life right so it's true for all, all of us i believe yeah. and therefore all of us are, have that and this um, the only thing is that uh, at some point of time uh, you've got to resolve the conflict within your your mind as to um, you know whether you're okay and you know what's the right balance and things like that and i guess everybody finds their own balance and sometimes for some it might be a 90 10 and that's okay too absolutely uh, no no judging at all uh, yes, you know to exactly. each zone as long as you answer as long as i guess you ask the questions and answer them for yourself correct fine. correct and this leads me very nicely to the next question so if i was to ask you to reflect on your life and it's been i know that i, I was part little part i had in your journey but uh, i know that you 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 reflect deeply pallav and that's always been the uh, case but as you reflect on your life till now can you tell me can you tell me something about your defining moments like your highs or could be lows but some things that were your defining moments and shaped who you are well, i i uh, yeah i mean uh, till uh, about 10 15 years back all the defining moments of my life has been around achievement and yeah. career and you know some family uh, related uh, milestones um, and then in the last 10 years it has been more around um, kind of uh, um, you know softer uh, or more subtler aspects of life so yes i had a very very uh, blessed childhood i have uh, was blessed to have uh, great parents i uh, whatever little humility uh, that i i i've got is from my father uh my work ethic and uh, the hunger to kind of succeed the quest for excellence comes from my mother uh the zest to live life and uh, just take life as it comes and be in the moment comes from my wife so you know it's been uh, wow. you know it's been uh, quite a blessing in in that sense uh, i I've, i've got a great family and uh, my life has been i'm i just cannot have any complaints been pretty smooth mm. uh, as i said most of my milestones were always about uh academic achievements or corporate uh, you know just running rising in the corporate ladder and things like that and i think uh, i would call the last 10 years as the most significant in my life when i uh, as i said you know the uh, the the entire uh, quest for a different kind of uh, um goal right which is happiness and uh, you know and um the uh, idea to say that um how do i balance um both at the same time uh and therefore uh, i i usually do not operate with the principle of uh, working hard till 45 and then retiring i mean that's just <laughs> yeah. so my my quest is really to work and be happy and you know that actually need not end anytime soon so that's the journey i'm on and uh, yeah. yeah and 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 from what i'm hearing work is not a burden for you it's not that you 
it's uh, am i correct in that understanding work is joyous yeah. as well it's right? like uh, you, you know uh, i'll be honest i mean there yeah. are, it's not that all all the aspects of work and uh, you know all the hours that we put in are all pleasant we have our ups and downs we have our choices of what we like to do and what mm -hmm. we don't but the fact is that um, yes on a on an overall basis uh, i feel that um, work is i mean work and other aspects are all kind of submerged right so we've uh, got to there are, there are some things we've got to deal with mm. uh, deal with it with a happy uh, with a happy face right and i really uh, kind of relate to again and go back to that book uh, it's had a profound impact so i'll keep quoting it so i could Please told, do. Um, I, I live by that uh, maxim which i could told it said in that book which is that everything is honored but nothing matters so you know i i just uh, kind of that's the defining part of my the way i approach life so if it's work um, while i'm doing whatever i'm doing even if I'm, i have to churn out excel sheets or if i'm having a meeting with my team or which whatever part of the work it is i really try to um, you know uh, as i said everything is honored so give it my whole and enjoy whatever i can and but at the same time um, you know have the have that reflection at the end of it all that it's uh, it's i mean we do great and significant work Yes. but at a very very cosmic level whatever we do in life is insignificant so uh, you know we I, i just want to have that perspective going that's fantastic and that's that's and is that like your north star is that what guides you yeah i mean uh, if you look at the 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 five or seven quotes and maxims which yeah. guide my life yeah. all of them are about this duality of life and all of them are about uh, you know uh, our our own lord krishna's nishkam karm or yeah. uh, you know uh, the ekat toll uh, saying or i also love one of the other quotes which is that um, you know it says that there are always two pieces of paper in my pocket one that says i am a speck of dust and the other which says that the world was created for me so you know it, it's all pointing towards the same thing right correct correct you've got to give it your all and at the same time uh, you've got to reflect and say it's fine it's it's the tibetan monks right yes. to create those intricate structures for months and for days and days together and then they just um, destroy it <laughs> it's and, amazing uh, so yes the, uh, the material yeah. and uh, you know sort of have you have you, have you ever seen that thing done i no i just saw it on uh, on uh, on netflix <laughs> yeah I, i i must share this with you paul because you brought this out that uh, I, you know part of i, I live in oroville as well as uh, keep a base in uh, in gurgaon but i am in oroville and i live in oroville as well and um uh, there we actually have what is called the tibetan pavilion and we have the monks so i have actually seen them work for a week on this week to 10 days on creating the mandala and then they just the most beautiful intricate thing and then they just completely yeah. let it go so what you are saying has just brought that to my mind so beautifully so thank you for that it's so true it's so true yeah 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 and as you say this so so if i was your your metaphor for life and you have you you pretty much have quoted some of the things that you live by but if there was like something that's like a synthesis what do you think it would be pallav that would be a bit difficult um Uh, i'm i'm not great at ad living so i i i, I, I don't know i i i'll have i'll have i can come back to you with that <laughs> but uh, but to be honest what really uh, kind of uh, binds me and 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 uh, impacts me are these random uh, quotes and maxims that i read 
at all the places I've actually, you know, kind of made a note of all of them, and they actually guide my life uh, in a way. Yeah, yeah. So as I said, I've got two or three yeah. uh, which I which I just love and which I feel are, are so close to the way I would like to conduct my uh, life and what I really uh, would aspire to be. And uh, those are the ones which I just quoted. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, what what you just said, you know, that you have two pieces of uh, paper in your pocket. Um, and uh, and one of them says that I'm a speck of dust and the other one says that uh, the world was created for me. Yeah. Do you ever, is there ever a time where you find yourself um, uh, too taken up with something and too involved and not perhaps cognizant enough of this? And what do you do to get yourself in, back into that space of stepping back? What What's your... What's your go-to? Oh, um, so Shiva, I go back to the, the 20 minutes of meditation every day. And, yeah. you know, it's like, uh, um, you know, uh, you know, as you said earlier, I used to think uh, almost on the similar lines that, look, let's, let's um, uh, kind of uh, get immersed in our, um, in our passions. And at some point of time, we will all find the time to reflect. And at that point of time, let's see what we've achieved and not, right? And uh, that's how 30 years of the life uh, of my life kind of passed. But, you know, if you, if you play any sport, yeah. what you kind of uh, derive from that is that uh, you're kind of uh, frantically uh, making your shots and, you know, whichever sport is it. If it's badminton, then you're kind of uh, hovering around the court. Uh, and the best way to play it, they always say, is that you play your shot and you come back to a base central position, right? Mm-hmm. In cricket. When you play a shot, you always come back and check your guard and where you're standing before you play the next shot, right? So right. I think for me, it's been like, um, it's kind of, you have to do it at a daily level because, you know, if I lift this uh, cup of coffee uh, for 10 minutes, my hand will start paining. So I need yeah. to keep it down, right? So I feel that meditation provides us, um, uh, you know, a period of recovery, which is uh, almost required on a daily level. Because mm-hmm. if you let the stress build up for even weeks, I mean, it's fine if you don't uh, do it for two days, three days here and there. That's perfectly fine. As I said, it's not a to-do exercise anyway. But I feel that uh, you've got to do this stepping back mm-hmm. uh, almost on a daily level because uh, rest and recovery, uh, we give rest and recovery to our body. Yes. We give rest and recovery to our devices. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, technically the mind is never at rest even when you're sleeping, right? Mm-hmm. So conscious rest is what I'm talking about. Conscious rest to that mind is that 15, 20 minutes of time spent with yourself, right? And uh, everything works again uh, when it's switched off, including yourself is what I believe in. So, uh, you know, uh, therefore I feel that that's the the part where uh, automatically some of these things, it's not like you reflect or you're trying to concentrate so hard on what's happened the previous day and, and, you know, I'm I'm stepping back. It's not like that. The beauty Mm -hmm. of what I kind of discovered on meditation is that obviously it works at a conscious level, but at the subconscious level, the benefits that it has, uh, those are things that you can kind of only, uh, you know, uh, experience yourself. And that's where I felt that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a big uh, proponent of this and whoever I talk with, I keep talking about this because, you know, my theory is that if I got benefit from it, then uh, whoever. Uh, share it, I absolutely. Share it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I suppose the benefits are something you saw over time, isn't it? It's like subtler levels of understanding. Is that what you would you say that? No, absolutely. So anyone who kind of, uh, you know, my friends, et cetera, whoever kind of uh, 
interacts with me and when they say, okay, so what is it about? And I said, how much time do you think that we will take to get some benefit? And I said, look, there is something called beginner's luck. So, yeah. you know, if your time has come, then you will get some big windfall, low hanging fruits in the first few days. If right. you use a corporate language. But right. the reality is that I my my usual answer to that is it could take 10 years or 20 years. So, so the, because the point is that you're not really doing it for those Correct. benefits it's just that it happens at a at a very very deep level and um, i think shiba i, I would say uh, one is the, the rest and the recovery it's, this is tactical right it's almost right. like right. if i've got to if i've got to be uh, a good warrior in whatever space i am in i need the mental rest so that's right. tactical so that's right. one benefit the second right. is obviously perspective right which is that uh, every day or every week i need to remind myself as to what what race i am in and things like that that's still tactical but the subconscious level at which you get the benefits is almost like you move closer to who you actually or who you really are and then automatically your uh, i mean it's it sounds a bit uh, as i said it sounds a bit um, you know esoteric uh, and and i do believe at times that people must be thinking that uh, you know it's it's uh, a kind of complete uh, uh, gyan but it's true that you actually move closer to uh, what you truly are and uh, you know you automatically attract things from the universe which which uh, are more you yeah. and automatically shed things that you aren't and i just want to i, I want to uh, completely resonate uh, with with you on that pallav and say that you know this is not about uh, being esoteric it's about being real and it's your experience and you live it you live it obviously because this is something that you've been uh, it's a it's a heuristic way of uh, kind of uh, my own um, trial and error and uh, there is, i'm no expert as i said i haven't but it's a personal experience and that's how i i guess those learnings are the most permanent yeah absolutely how do you bring the geeta into work what do you do i know that you have read a lot of it so no it's all subconscious actually uh, in the sense that if you uh, you know as i said it it just come some of these are uh what you call as icing in the cake yeah. which happens over a period of time subconsciously yeah. so there are there are small joys which you which were always there but you but you never kind of realized it uh, i'll just give you a very simple example that um uh you know at the core i am a finance guy right so while i've been now working for 20 years plus and um at the core what i loved doing why i was in the function that i was because i used to like playing with numbers correct like, turns out of numbers deriving some stories out of numbers which i felt only i knew uh, in the sense that right. when you are the person who's analyzing the numbers the first time the numbers tell a story is to you and then after that you know you kind of tell the story of those numbers to uh, the yeah. presentation the not so the joy of just getting those uh, those uh, those uh, analyses done and uh, the numbers telling you that that story that was a joy which used to come when i was an individual contributor right and yes and uh, what i realized is that as you kind of rise in the corporate ladder the the the, the priorities and the kind of things that you will spend your time on change mm. but at the end of the day um you know there are many aspects which are still the same right so if you ask me to do um this again today because let's say the team is stressed and i i need to do something and they need to do something the fact is that for me that joy is still there Uh, right so it's um, bringing those aspects uh, into the picture also at times it's about making um, making the best of uh, whatever work you've got 
Sure. Right. So if I, if I want to go to the gym and I yes. don't like going to the gym, um, then there is still a way in which I can make it enjoyable. Right. So, so it's those kind of aspects. I mean, I wouldn't say that I'm consciously doing anything or am I remembering the Gita and all, not at all. Yeah. But what I, what I try to do is that I've just, and as I said, it's not, I can't take the credit for all this because mm. really what happens is that you subconsciously just start enjoying a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Right. I'll give you another example. I used to take the, the MRT, the metro to yes. go to my office mm-hmm. in Gurgaon back in the days of PepsiCo. Right. And mm-hmm. um, when I started meditating a, a couple of years down the line, I started realizing that my the walk from my house to the, to the MRT station, I'd never heard the general sound, the general mm-hmm. sound that that accompany that ride. So there are birds chirping. There are, there is the general um uh, you know, you know that uh, that the uh, background din, which yes. conveys to you that everything is good. Uh, people are talking. Some is somebody is laughing, and you know, so it's like uh, ambient ambient uh, noises. Yeah. So that ride yeah. used to be kind of a joyous time for me, yeah. right? And uh, similarly, when I'm, let's say, if I've been given uh, uh, a uh, a task to complete or a presentation to complete, I know it's going to take six hours, and I, you know, if I reconcile with the fact that I need to take six hours and I just start some music and do my work while listening to some good music, you, it doesn't really hurt, right? So <laughs> exactly. that's the point that... Um, that's you know, beautiful, Pallav. That's yeah. beautiful. Because it's it's really like your mantra for how, how you live. Yeah. yeah how yeah. you take your work and uh, how you navigate through it. Yeah, do you find... What choice yeah, do you have, right? The choice that we have is that we can either have dissonance in our hearts. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, the, you know, have dissonance, escalate it, uh, you know, say to the organization, what is it in it for me, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Or you can kind of find some peace. Yes. And by the way, people, myself also, and, and, and a lot of times I believe that, uh, you know, this, uh, this uh, bent uh, towards uh, contentment is against uh, progress, individual progress. Mm. That's not mm. so. I saw so many examples. Uh, my, one of my role models is Zenith Dhoni. Yes. And look at what he's achieved. But if you ask him at any point of time, if you just go through his interviews and what he says, it's always about, um, I was looking at the process. I was looking at the uh, living in the present. He said this word, living in the present, many, many times. You can yeah. see it, right? When the, when the team is holding the trophy, he's playing with his daughter. Yeah. So, you know, uh, so the, the point is that, and he's achieved inimitable success, right? So sure. Sure. I'm very... Uh, Clear that you know, uh, uh, you know, bent again. It's the it's the duality, right? Contentment and success and materiality can go together. Uh, you know, if if you you know develop that mindset. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and this is such a powerful message for people who struggle with the duality. Uh, and what you are expounding and what you're talking about is making peace with that, Allah. That's right. It's like it's like good and bad. If I say the word good person and bad person or, you know, does it create disparity in your mind or does it create complementarity? Yeah. And the fact is that, um, you know, and lately it's been happening that whatever I've read, yeah. it all is, it all is about duality. So, you know, a few yeah. days back, I, I wrote on LinkedIn, which said to be and not to be, right? I, re- and, I, re- I read that yeah. one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and the, the fact is that, and you know, someone asked saying that, hey, what does this mean? And I gave the example of MS Dhoni even there. I said, to be is to be in the thick of things and not to be is also kind of, uh, you know, reflecting and saying that I'm not in it and yet I'm in it, right? You know, Absolutely. kind of uh, 
as i said it's esoteric <laughs> to sir to no i don't uh, i don't know if it is i think it's very real pallav and i think it's about voicing what is real and 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 maybe a lot more needs to be done you've completely embraced the end it's not either yeah. or you have yeah, embraced i'm i'm sure that i'm uh, kind of uh, yeah we 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 all are work in process but yeah absolutely that's something which kind of uh, uh, you know whatever i see around or, or read um and i feel that that's something which kind of is gradually um, you know becoming very tough these um, uh, these days uh, you know where people want the either or or so polarization from that point of view means that something is good means something is bad and therefore uh, i don't think the embracing of the and is happening often uh, it's almost like this person is either all good or all bad this view is either all good or all bad the fact is that um, there are both aspects in everything and uh, i feel that uh, the lesser dissonance and the more harmony you can have with both uh, is the only way to be um, happy and have a good perspective i feel absolutely absolutely sorry there was a bit of a glitch somebody i think didn't understand that this was not the room they came in for a bit but have didn't even come in and they they left so don't worry about that okay all right so um um absolutely and when you uh if if i should ask you pallav today and pallav say you know the time that we were we were sitting and talking together in pepsi and we had some sessions etc what would you tell yourself at that time from where you are now what what is the uh, you, you know the gift of hindsight always that's always there is there anything else you tell pallav to change or would you say no keep walking you're doing all right what what's the message to the younger you well i would just uh, kind of say that um, uh, you know relax a bit and uh, don't over plan and over project your life it's good to plan your life but um, you can spend all the time planning and uh, life takes uh, a very different road right so they say that um, you uh, meet your destiny on the on the road that you take to avoid it so i was like i was really into it's a really nice one yeah okay yeah yeah i i was really into planning a, a lot of stuff at the age of 35 i should be here at the age of 36 i should be there at the age of 40 i should be there and um you know so i would just tell that person to to relax and enjoy the um, the moment and the days and the weeks um, and um, you know and that things will happen yeah and in order for things to happen what needs to be done so if if it wasn't the younger pallav if it's say people who are 15 years younger than you mm-hmm. at 35 or or even early what is it that you would tell them what needs to be done so that they feel that things will happen is it trust what what, what do you think it is uh to them i would definitely not uh, you know start with the spiritual uh, talk at all because i feel as i said right they don't relate to it and i wouldn't relate wouldn't have related to it so to them i would say that uh, you know then let's talk about um, the sphere in which you are and let's talk about how how you can be a great warrior so what are the skills that you need and what is the mentality that you need and you know a, you know i I've, i've had a career in finance so i can talk about a few things on what i would uh, tell uh, myself or my team or uh, you know things like, like that which is all about uh, if you want to be a functional leader 
and um, you know the difference between a leader and a manager is uh, that the leader always has a vision so try to develop uh, a long term vision for what you want to do let it be a compelling vision not just for um, for yourself but also for whatever work you do because i feel that even as individual contributors um, we can have vision about the area of work that we have um, so i would say focus on that the other part that i feel very passionately about uh, as a professional is about the quest for excellence right because i feel that um, you know uh, how you do anything is how you do everything right so it needs to reflect in everything that you do uh, the right. quality should kind of come out and uh, um, you know if you are in it then you should be the best in class or you should at least strive to be the best so it's all those things i would tell my son uh, you know some of this my son would uh, obviously uh, <laughs> how, how old is your son stuff. now pallav sorry coming in here he's uh, he, he's 16 now 16 so oh uh, yeah so yeah, i mean yeah. he would roll his eyes on a lot of my <laughs> advice but uh, i would still uh, keep at it <laughs> yeah 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 no thank you and i think that would uh, that makes a, makes a lot of sense for a lot of people uh, who are uh, probably you know looking at how to navigate the uh, the corporate mm-hmm. world and uh, sometimes uh, at a certain age it does seem very daunting because there's so much of um competition there is so much of uh, mm. you know jumping over somebody else to get to the next level and also there is this huge focus on visibility yeah and pallav if i remember correctly from some uh, so, some that was one of the things that you know you you were and i hope you don't mind my saying it but a little resistant to was to be able to cater to that visibility and and by not doing that look at you today i mean you are you are the uh, you 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 didn't succumb to that i think and uh, yet you are today the uh, uh, cfo at uh, at uh, kc yeah 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 uh, i'm the cfo for asean and uh, i look uh, I yeah look yeah but so, uh, yeah i mean yes you're right in the sense that uh, it was always uh, you know I, although i do believe at some at some level that uh, you know the work that you do you should be able to showcase that in sure. my view because um, you know the onus is also on you uh, to make sure just the, the the only thing that i would be careful about is that um, you got to do the work first <laughs> before you start uh, showcasing Absolutely. it yeah. and uh, the other thing i would say also uh, to the younger uh, to the younger me or anyone who's kind of 15 20 years is that uh, it, there are obviously uh, you know every one of us has got kind of a unique um, aspect that we bring to our work um now we can do a lot of things well but what's that um, what's that brand or what's that unique aspect that you bring to the table what do you stand for right so if you look at all the major personalities that today are some of our role models uh, even in the same sphere you attach something to them differently because that's what they bring to the table right so if you look at uh, a nadal or a or a roger federer mm. or an mestoni these personalities can be described in one word right so somebody is cool somebody is a uh, classic or maestro like somebody is a fighter mm-hmm. so what are you and what do you bring to the table uh, you know is a question that i would always say that we should ask ourselves uh, because that's our unique quality and that's what we'll be known for yeah yeah so um you're talking about the unique thing and and if i my, my question to you now is what is your unique legacy follow to I, I believe every individual, much like what you're saying, every individual is like a facet of that multifaceted thing that we call the universe, right? 
And what is that facet that you represent? What is your unique legacy to humankind? What do you think it would be? Well, I'm a speck of dust. <laughs> so I'm not sure whether, uh, you know, any of my contributions will ever be significant. But I would say that, you know, uh, this is the quote by Mahatma Gandhi, which I quoted before, which was that, uh, you know, uh, whatever you do in life is going to be insignificant, but you must do it. It's very important that you do it because only you can. So from my point of view, the three, four, five people that I would have um, had an impact in my either professional life or my personal life, including my family, friends, those aspects would be, um, would be, would be the legacy I would live, right? So if, if there is any one person uh, that I would have inspired or if there are moments of happiness that I would have brought to my family, my friends, um, and that's my legacy, right? So that, that, that's all there is to it. My and that is beautiful, you know, because it's the canvas we paint and how deep we, yeah. we impact even a small part of that is, uh, is a true representation of life and living, isn't it, uh, Pallav? Um, what value do conversations like this have for you, Pallav? Immense. You don't know what you've, uh, what you've, uh, you know, kind of uh, uh, helped me with today because, uh, uh, you know, and that's why I feel that this particular session and the way you've structured it is absolutely unique because, um, I mean, we talk about, um, a lot of sessions talk about, uh, you know, the professional part of our lives, but uh, how many times do we get really a platform to talk about um, the the personal side, or let's say the you know I, 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 the spiritual side, or have free flowing conversations where we talk about life in general. So it's uh, been a kind of a great uh, uh, forty minutes for me. <laughs> Wonderful, you know. Thank you so much, um, uh, Pallav, for for making the time and uh, and um, having a soul brew with me. It's really been delightful uh, this conversation because uh, we've uh, we've gone to ranges where uh, often we don't go and you have been so open to explore that because it's it's a, so much a part of the fabric of who you are so i deeply appreciate the fact that you've shared it and shared it so openly and i'm sure it will influence and impact all those who need to be at this point in time hearing something like this you know so so the ability to to include and into their lives I think uh, you represent that so beautifully. And uh, thank you so much for sharing it with, uh, with me today in uh, Coffee and Soul. Thanks for your kind words, Shiva, and thank you for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. All the very best. Thank you for your time and attention and for being a part of Soul Brews with Shiva. Until next week, keep the coffee swirling. <laughs> <laughs>